Hello. Thank you so much for listening to Gourmet Garbage. Before we get to the episode, I've got a huge favour to ask you. If you love what we're doing and you think we deserve it, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It's super helpful for us and it's nice to know that you like what we're doing. Thanks so much for listening and here's Gourmet Garbage. I'm Josh. And I'm Ellie. And this week we're pairing the food Tuscan Bread Salad with the show Selling Sunset. Gourmet. Garbage. see you there. I was just doing my vocal warm-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh taught me to scream into a pillow before recording, and now I can't stop doing it. <laughs> I had something amazing to say, but it's gone. <laughs> this is how prepared I am. <laughs> so, no, we, we had a, we had a, uh, a discussion. We said, we're just going to let this be organic. Mm. And, and, this- <laughs> and it looks like we need to prepare more. Yeah, well, hey, listen. I read a Wikipedia page. That's about as prepared as... On what? Robert Wadlow? (laughs) (laughs) That's not what we're doing today. I (laughs) read a Wikipedia page today. I went into a little Wikipedia hole. Which which happens. And I read about um, the world's tallest man who's ever lived. Um, And and he was really tall. And um, I was reading it on the toilet. and And I texted you about it so yep. hey you gotta check out this <laughs> check out this guy and i did he was really tall and then you were like yeah can our uber's here <laughs> and that's sort of the extent of prep we did yeah well i don't know how i got to robert wadlow it was like six degrees of kevin bacon like <laughs> I, don't, I was looking up something about the show we were watching today and kind of clicky clicked and then something about height and then who's the tallest man who is the tallest man that's ever lived why are we talking about this right now <laughs> so what are we doing today okay we are watching the show selling sunset and i have never seen anything the- to do with it ever before ever this is a first i think so far josh is going in blind mm-hmm. i'm leading him into the dark. I'm excited. Yeah, this this is a really good show to be led in blind on because mm-hmm. there is nothing complicated about this show. Okay. For those of you who haven't heard about this show, I found a really good description online that just popped up when I typed it in on Google. Thank you, Google. And I'm going to do my LA voice while I read it. And I'm really, really sorry for my family that actually are in LA and from LA. <laughs> this isn't a slight at you. Selling real estate in the Los Angeles market can be glorious. Given the sunny area, location, and abundance of the rich and famous living there, it can also be cutthroat as agents fight over the clients and properties. Selling Sunset showcases the drama at the Oppenheim Group, where the elite real estate brokers sell a luxurious life to their affluent buyers. And the drama gets bumped up even more. When a new agent joins the team and the veterans want her to prove herself before accepting her as a member of the group. I would, Josh, mm. Joshua, mm. I would describe this show as a show to watch while putting on your makeup. Oh, well, I need something new to do while I'm putting my face on. So perfect. He, you know what? This is why I love him. He does just as much skincare <laughs> as I do. <laughs> But so we're talking about the real top end of real estate here, though, right? Not the kind of agent that has their face on a on a bus stop bench. Like this is serious. This is so elite. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know how to describe some of these houses. You just have to see them. Some are kind of gaudy, mm-hmm. with the 
you know, amount of cinemas and car garages and wait, amount of cinemas implies more than one in a house. I think they're actually. I think the first episode because we're watching the pilot, guys. The first episode, I'm pretty sure there's a cinema in one of the houses they look at. Some of these houses are really fucking gorgeous, though. Mm-hmm. Like beautiful LA homes. There's one that's kind of this amazing Mediterranean style home that you see in LA. Well, Euro Millions Tuesday. We'll. <laughs> By the time this episode goes out, we could be millionaires. We won't be. Yeah. <laughs> well, this came out March last year. I don't even remember what I was doing March last year. So this is so season one only came out last year. Yeah, this is a really really new this show. This is quite quite. I don't remember contemporary. Yeah, I don't remember reading anything about it. It just cropped up on Netflix, and I was like, mm. hell yeah, let's do this. Well, Netflix knows me very well because it's never recommended it to me. <laughs> I really, I don't, honestly, I don't know if you're going to like this because you've got a very specific taste in reality TV. True. But point of this podcast, I'm uh, down for trying new things. Yeah. It really is sort of Mean Girls, but it's just flawless production. I think you'll appreciate that. I I can't appreciate a bit of, a bit of slickness in a production. Yeah. Again, using the term gilded garbage. Mm. They had um, that Netflix money. Oh, that juicy Netflix moolah just gets you where you mm. need to go. I'm kind of excited. I yeah, think yeah. I, I think I'm actually very excited to no, see. No, I'm this. genuinely podcast no podcast. I've been wanting to show this to you for a while. I'm <laughs> well, really thank excited. you for saving it for the podcast. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good fun. We should talk about the food we're pairing it with. Yeah. So basically, all you told me was. Southern California, high-end real estate. So I'm like, some sort of bougie, little bit foreign salad. It's a, it's a nice day. You're at Shutters on the beach in Santa Monica, but you don't want to go too heavy on what you're eating, you know? Uh, this recipe, actually, I found in a cookbook I have from a restaurant in New York called um, Sp- Spuntino or Spuntino. I'm not sure how it's pronounced locally. But it's an amazing Italian slash American bistro style restaurant in NYC. And they have this Tuscan style bread salad. And it's delicious. Mm. And it's the ingredients are very basic, but the way you actually make it, it's it's a it's a little special. And because it's with sourdough, vegan. But there's gluten in it, so nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> And I am sort of, I'm adapting it a little bit, especially when it comes to the dressing, to sort of give it its own uh, gourmet garbage flair, if you will. So we did want to um, keep some episodes kind of like one of us going in blind. Mm. So I thought, well, Josh knows nothing about this show. I don't want to know anything about the meal. But we did go on a joint trip to Little earlier. We did. For those of you who don't know what Little is, <laughs> um, it is uh, essentially the least money you will ever pay for food in a shop that is often depressing. Yeah, I blackballed Little for a while because one time I went in there and walked past an aisle and there was a pile of puke on the floor. Oof. And I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm too young. However, New Little opened around the corner from where I live last week, and it's actually surprisingly pleasant. It was gorgeous and clean, and it had everything we needed. Yeah. But I basically, I found out while we were shopping what exactly you were getting, and then I was like, this sounds strange, bread, salad, and then you told me because I started panicking. <laughs> well, yeah, because you started being like, you just, some real basic fucking ingredients you've got, Josh. This is, is this going to be interesting? And we were both panicking a little, and then I told you what I was making and, and now we're okay. 
Yeah, we were just weeping behind our masks. <laughs> weeping in the bakery section. I've actually had the salad before. I cooked it. I mm. had a cooking lesson when I was in Tuscany on a little holiday a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. And this is such a good salad. Mm. I don't know. Would we call it a salad even? It's, well, it is. It like it, it, Well, it's called a bread salad. Like it's, it's vegetables. It's a very old-timey Italian yeah. salad. But we're not salad people. No. So... But this is an L.A. real estate show where the women look like mannequins. So, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an adaptation of this Italian recipe, as you had in Tuscany, via this New York restaurant, Spuntino. And I have their cookbook and then I've adapted it even a little bit more to make it a little more Southern Californian in a way, a little more. We're going to have it for lunch kind of thing. So hopefully, hopefully it works. Yeah. And because of the bread, actually, I think I think it, it's more of a meal than just an ordinary salad so you could just have this yeah it's it's light but filling because mm. of the bread but it is actually really impressive like this looks beautiful mm. Mm. so if you if, if you don't want to put much effort in but you want to impress people who are coming around post covid don't have too many people in your house right now then maybe this is the recipe for you yeah i think it's perfect so we should just head on over let's just make the bloody salad <laughs> just go all the way to the kitchen so far we're recording in the bedroom because I don't think the living room worked. <laughs> well, it was. We're, we're trying some new things. Hopefully, yeah. it sounds better. If it doesn't, well, there's just fine. too many police sirens in Croydon. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there are. There's I, way too many. <laughs> there's so many. Let's go make a salad. Yeah, what a salad. We're back in the kitchen. Mmm, everyone loves salad. I hate salad, but this is the yeah. kind of salad that I think even the people who hate salad will enjoy. Yeah, because it's bread in it. Delicious. <laughs> so, even before I go over the ingredients, we're getting our oven preheated. Mm-hmm. 180 degrees Celsius. I don't have a Fahrenheit conversion for that. You might have to Google that yourself, listener. But, 180, get the fan going, why not? Now let's go over what we have. So. The main part of a Tuscan bread salad is bread. But because it's still a salad, we still want it to be light, we've gone for sourdough. So this is about 250 grams of sourdough or about half a pound. And you shred it with your fingers into bite-sized chunks. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Multicolored ones, because it makes the salad prettier. That's, yeah, and I like that. Because otherwise it's just, it's all the same shade of red and you get bored and no one wants to be bored when you're eating. And today we've got very small tomatoes. Small, small varieties of tomatoes. But if you want to impress people, get some kind of small, different colored tomatoes. Nice. You want a sort of a good bunch of basil, just the leaves. So pull the leaves off, uh, what are leaves growing? Stems. Pull the leaves off the stems. Mm-hmm. Have a good bunch of that. We love garlic. You want a clove of garlic and you want to crush that like we did last week. Mm, garlic, crush you're funny. garlic. And some thyme. Again. Again. No fresh thyme. You still couldn't find fresh thyme? Well, I was... My mom has so much of it growing in the garden and she got really mad when we played the podcast for her and she was like, why didn't you get thyme from my garden? She's going to be so upset yet again. <laughs> Can we just cut the bit out where we mentioned time because she'll get no, really we need, upset again. We need time. Okay, sorry, Mom. Um, we forgot about I'm your I'm so sorry. So what you what you sort of need is eight sprigs of time thereabouts if you're doing dry time like me. that sort of sprig. <laughs> sprig. If you're doing dry time, that's about two, two and a half teaspoons of time. Mm-hmm. Next time, we'll have fresh time. Now for the dressing. The dressing is where we're sort of freelancing a little bit. 
For the dressing, we've got half a teaspoon of caster sugar. No more, because you don't want it sweet. So why use sugar? To take the edge off the um, 50 mils of balsamic vinegar. Balsamic's sweet though, so why would you have the sugar on top of the balsamic? He's licking his finger. That is not sweet. Okay. Where did you find balsamic sweet? I thought balsamic vinegar was sweet. It's one of the sweeter vinegars. I trust you on the sugar. I think I remember you are, because I did make this once before in Tuscan. I had the authentic Tuscan experiment. So I made this myself. Another clove of our favorite, garlic. There's two things of garlic. But unlike the previous clove of garlic for the salad we crushed, this one you just want to chop into tiny pieces. And then of course, oil, olive oil, some extra virgin olive oil, and you want 150 mils of it. What I like about this recipe is that instead of, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you ask for bread or you ask for some, like, you or a salad starter. Mm. This is the perfect just snack. Instead of bruschetta, this is just like a, it's like actually it's like deconstructed bruschetta, isn't it? It is a bit, with a, with a few more sort of vegetables and fresh things involved. But just really pretty and very impressive looking. Mm. I know I already said that, but it is such a pretty salad. There's an actual name for it though. It begins with a P, I can't remember. Panzanella. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what are we drinking today? We might as well acknowledge that, <laughs> acknowledge that while we, yeah. Well, we decided to go with a Californian Chardonnay. For our Selling Sunset in Southern California. Yeah. And it has really hit the spot, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's, it's quite tasty. It certainly has. I chicken danced earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the things you miss out on. He's still attracted to me, I don't understand it. <laughs> I think I'm more attracted to you after the chicken dance, to be honest. So we've had the oven preheating for a few minutes now, mm -hmm. and we need to prepare our chunks of bread that we shredded before, our sourdough. I've put them all in sort of a, a large Pyrex bowl, a large glass bowl, and then we're gonna take our olive oil in the bottle, and uh, this is the classic measure of a few glugs. Be generous with it. Olive oil's delicious. So next we need a large sort of crack, pinch, something of sea salt. Mm -hmm. So we'll... Um, After the salt, we want to take our crushed garlic, not our chopped garlic, that's for the dressing, and get it in that bowl with the bread. And massage. <laughs> Genuinely, just get your hands in there and press the bread and the oil and the salt and the garlic together. Wait, wait, Croydon. Croydon sound effects. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Wear your mask. <laughs> Seriously, though, wear your mask. Wear your mask. We wore it shopping today. Cover your mouth hole. I don't think we could put that any simpler. Anyway, massaging the bread. So we've massaged the bread. That bread looks so relaxed. Do we, um... Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, what a day at work. Oh, your, your hands are magic. <laughs> Do we feel that we've sort of got that oil through the bread? The yes. Salt? I, think it, I think it's even. So now we're gonna open up the oven, get the bread on a tray. So we lay out the bread on the baking tray evenly and we want to get it in there for about 10 minutes. We're trying to make croutons here, basically. So while we're waiting for the bread to crouton, mm -hmm. which is a verb, <laughs> let's take a second to talk about your upstairs neighbor who I just heard. Oh, what was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> when I found this flat, I was like, it's perfect. Everything about it. It's comfortable. It's the right size for me. But I genuinely thought in the back of my mind, what's the catch? It turns out the catcher's name is Rich. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me not to say his name. <laughs> 
don't care. There's, um, there's a lot of Richards out there. <laughs> there. There are. I mean, we've all lived under orally oppressive upstairs neighbours before, but he's another level. Mm. He really is. There's one creaky floorboard, but it's more than a creaky floorboard. Yeah. Well, the creaky floorboard doesn't bother me so much as the maniacal laughing. Yeah. No one should be laughing but there's that no, much, there's no one. The we don't hear TV. There's no one else up there with him. He just laughs and laughs and laughs and yeah. laughs for hours, literal hours. That's not an exaggeration. I woke up at like seven a.m. from him laughing. And the thing is, like, yeah, and I continue till nine. Or he'll something. start at like six a.m. on a Sunday, yeah. which is not a natural time to be awake anyway. We've been trying to figure out what he's laughing at. <sighs> I think it's probably vine compilations <laughs> or the corpse of his mother is speaking to him from under the floorboards where he's buried her. Oh, look, either way. <laughs> We did actually get back to the flat today after a few days out of here, and there was a smell. Oh my god. <laughs> is it his mother? Wait, is this a true crime podcast? It might become one. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, if episode three <laughs> if episode three doesn't come out next Wednesday, please call the Met police. <laughs> because we are dead or kidnapped. Yeah. Also the singing, he does sing a lot. A lot of hole and oats as well, which <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. And I don't want him to ruin Hall & Oates for me because I fucking love Hall & Oates. Making my <laughs> dreams come true. <laughs> but yeah, I got really upset that one morning when he was just laughing and singing and I was just, I woke you up. I was like, I hate your neighbor. I think it was one of the, yeah, it was. It was like, it was, it was like my first night. It. it was my first night here. <sighs> and I woke up and was like, ooh, dear. It's <laughs> all it's cracked up to be. And it's not really cracked up to be that much in the first place. <laughs> no. There's always something when you think you've found an amazing place to live. There's going to be something. And for me, it's rich. <laughs> I think every week we should have Richard Corner, where we just talk about <laughs> what's new with Richard this what's week. What's happening with Richard this week? That could be kind of cool. Well, I heard a body being moved downstairs. Guess right. he and his mom aren't getting along well. <laughs> so you said we're going into the first episode of the first season of Selling Sunset tonight. Yes. Tell me more. I don't know how much more there is to say because this, like I said, this is this is a show you have on while you're putting your makeup on. Okay. This is a very chill show. It's real estate agents. Some of the prices go up to about, I think I remember one episode where there was one that was about 98 million. Jesus, yeah. for a house? Yeah. Okay. There's one line from the show that I love that was from season two, which came out May this year. Mm -hmm. One of the girls says, millionaires get views billionaires get compounds <laughs> which was like oh shit oh, okay. yeah alright so it's the kind of show that especially because it's the first episode best to go and blind do you reckon yeah it's just it's a great dynamic as well with the cast mm. so I think there's kind of the audience girl Chriselle who mm -hmm. is the new girl coming in I don't want to spoil anything too much but okay. she's sort of like the audience view coming into this agency to sell right okay she is married to Justin Hartley who is the main guy on This Is Us right have you okay. seen that show yeah you didn't tell me you've seen this yeah do you hate it as much as I do I didn't enjoy it oh my god I really shit. did not enjoy it did I, you feel like they were trying to manipulate you into being upset I didn't get upset? very far into it no. because it just I just felt very uncomfortable. No, I gave up by the uh, Vietnam storyline. It was like, no, enough, enough. I am done being manipulated. I am not a puppet. But yeah. Yeah, it oh did. It felt massively emotionally manipulative. Side story on how bad this is. <laughs> is. 
and how this family make the worst choices for themselves. They just do not know how to be adults. Yeah. It's really hard to watch. But sorry, the point is she's married to one of the twins, big three triplets on um This Is Us. Gotcha. She's the new girl, so obviously she's gonna get treated kind of poorly by her yeah. new co-workers. Mm -hmm. So there's Ooh, let me go through the cast. So there's... Let's do it. So that's Chrishell. There is also a girl called Mary Fitzgerald. She okay. is kind of the nice girl in the group. She's very pretty, blonde. She's slightly older than the other girls, so they look up to her a little bit. So she dated one of... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about it. Yeah, the two guys that run the agency are these two creepy twin brothers, like the Shining Twins, but bald and wear amazing suits. <laughs> and they're, okay. They're quite little. Um, but one of them dated Mary, so they have like a very close relationship. The girls are jealous because she kind of gets great listings and he's always giving her like her attaboy when the rest of them don't get as much as it. Right. So that's gotcha. an interesting dynamic. Yeah. But Mary, we like her because she's harmless. She's also sure. dating, she's dating a guy that's way younger and absolutely no personality, but we'll get to that. Yeah. There is Heather Young, who's kind of portrayed to be the ditzy hot girl. She's absolutely stunning, but mm -hmm. I don't know what else to say about her. <laughs> We'll form our opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Maya, who is my favorite, she's this gorgeous Israeli real estate agent. Okay. She's just very cool. And then there's Christine Quinn, who is sort of the favorite of this show. Like, she's sort of the emerging star. She is the queen bee, hot, mean girl. Gotcha. She scares the shit out of me. Like, if I worked with her, I'd be so scared of her. All right. That's kind of, kind of the main group. It's a really well done dynamic. Like, you know this is so scripted, but it's yeah. good. It's very good. <sighs> I'm so excited to watch yeah, this. I'm sure I can see it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been hanging about 10 to 12 minutes, approximately, which means the cretin cretins? Croutons. It's pronounced cretins. <laughs> <laughs> the cretins should be ready. Ooh, yeah, little crispy, but not completely dried out like a crouton. That's mm -hmm. kind of where you want it. That's how you want it to sound. Set them aside, let them cool. Next, this is what you're helping me with. Would you like to quarter the tomatoes and I'll get on with the dressing? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. So what we want to start with is an empty jar. We want to take the lid off it and into there we want a good amount of salt and a good amount of black pepper. Now we want to add our chopped garlic into the jar. Along with our balsamic vinegar. Our olive oil. And our sugar. Sorry mum, I can't answer your call right now. I'm recording the second episode of the podcast. <laughs> now we put the lid on the jar and shake vigorously. And we should have dressing. Balsamic-y. Oh, God. Ooh, mm. yeah. Smell mm -hmm. that in my sauces. Happy with what you've done with the tomatoes? Yes. They're quartered. <laughs> That's all we need. So at this point, we need to get a salad bowl to mix everything together. So... Large bowl. Into that... Tomatoes. All different colors. On top of that... Thyme. Sorry to your mum again. And we will make the most of your herb garden, I swear. We, we just, just keep forgetting. Yeah, we just keep forgetting. And on top of that, we need to generously dress it. So we've used most of the dressing. Do you think a little more? Um, it's quite balsamic-y. 
Yeah, maybe that's good. I think that's good. So most of the dressing, but save a little bit. Now you get your hands dirty. Get it in the bowl, get it all together. I did wash my hands previously. Mm -hmm. Your face doesn't believe me. No, no, it's cool. I just, I hate that part of cooking where you have to touch and fondle everything. It's the best part. That's why there are spoons. <laughs> you literally don't need to be fondling the tomatoes, but fine. I'm sorry, I'm not a chef. I don't do this stuff. Continue. I'm a Deliveroo kind of girl. <laughs> Now, remember that bread we croutoned before? That I is a bird. I do remember. Let's get it in there. And we get our hands even dirtier. And at this point, if you're using your hands to get the bread through, you're gonna crush the tomatoes just a little bit, so release some of that tomatoey flavor. And finally, I almost forgot about these, the basil, those leaves that we had before. Mm-hmm. Whack them on top. Get your hands in there again. And squidge, squidge, squidge. Squidge, squidge that salad. Massage it like if you were a divorced mom after a long day of battling in court. You just want to be massaged by your pool boy. That is how he's doing it right now. We have massaged. Mm -hmm. We have salad. Let's eat and watch Selling Sunset. Yeah, guys. Talk to you soon. Oh, what a salad. That was so good. Yum. Absolutely gorgeous and delicious. And the whole kitchen just stinks of balsamic now, but uh, worth it. As it should. Oh, yeah. That was a beautiful salad and it was really filling. I was kind of surprised because it, yeah. you don't expect tomato to fill you up like that, but it was perfect. It's a salad that, it, you, like I said, you can have it as a meal. The bread just... Mm. Salad as a meal? Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd actually say those words, <laughs> honestly. It's really, really good. Yeah. Everyone go make it now. Please. Turn the podcast off and go make it. <laughs> well, you could listen while you make. And what did you think of the show? You know, I, it, I'm surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Seriously, I want to watch. Can we watch more after this? Yeah. No, no, no. Perfect. 100%. We'll just, yeah. If the podcast is out late, it's because we kept watching for it, Well, it days. does get better and better. I think the best part of the show is... The, just looking at the different houses because yeah. I think, oh, you said that you do this sometimes, but I like to go on Zoopla yeah. and write move and put in a crazy budget that I'll never be able to afford and oh, just yeah. look at what's out there. I love property porn. Oh like, yeah, me too. <laughs> just, and there's a lot of property porn in this show. And yeah. like, like we said before, just because of how slick the production is, how well it's shot, you like these houses look amazing it's so so gorgeous the views of la yeah so do you want should we do like a little recap of yeah. episode one let's do it it opened with a really forced team meeting where they're like <laughs> guys we're bringing a new girl on the team and they're like that and um one and so it's a Chriselle, the one we talked about that's mm -hmm. married to the guy from this is us Chriselle. she was at Chriselle. with the k yeah, I can tell how well this is going to go. <laughs> no, we're open, of course. I've heard really good things. She does uh, serious business. She's got a lot of clients. Her personality, you think she'll She's, get along yeah, with Yeah, I everybody? think she, I would not bring anybody yeah. on that I didn't think would, would, would gel. You like her. Even Christine might like her. So she's going to join the team and all the girls are like, oh, my God, a new girl. We're going to haze her. And um, Christine's like, she can sit on the floor, which is I mean, that's so ironic because that's what I say to new people that join the team. Where's she going to sit? She can sit on the floor until she proves herself. Yeah. Yeah. So that was sort of the opening and it was yeah. very tense. Like, are they going to get along? Well, I, I, I 
did quite because uh, I was really tense. Quite a forced part of it as well because it was really forced. Yeah, that meeting. this is like, exceptionally scripted. You could tell that that was like the fifth or sixth take of the meeting they <laughs> yeah. had to do. They're like, "I know, girl." <laughs> yeah, and then and then the voiceover from what are the what are the owners' names again? Brett and Jason. Yeah, the, the shining twin brothers. <laughs> Vladimir Lenin meets boiled egg, basically. Come buy from they us like. forever. <laughs> but they just this horrific forced. Um, narration they had over the top of this as well. Where he's talking about you know all the all the kick-ass women and all of this, and it's like sounded like a robot was describing the yeah, and I loved company. it. It may be our name on the door, but behind those doors is all of the kick-ass women that make this brokerage what it is. It, yeah, it was an exciting introduction. Then it went into a big montage of all these exquisite women with eyelashes that could just take off. They're mm. so long and fluttery. They look dangerous. Yeah, weapons. Luxury, glamour, style is my thing. And that's what my clients come to me. I bust my ass. I'm always on call. It's honestly not always glamorous. It's just part of the business. I have great international connections. The real estate business is all about building relationships. My favorite part of being a real estate agent is I feel like I'm matchmaker it's kind of like falling in love and then um it goes into the new girl joining and they all go to look at what they said is the largest house ever to be sold in the hollywood hills this is the biggest listing that we've ever had when it's done it will be over twenty thousand square feet five luxurious bedrooms and nine bathrooms this is the master closet this is the closet yeah not only that, it has a 15-car garage, four hot tubs, 150-foot pool, 360-degree views from the rooftop deck, and an elevator that takes you up there. Wow, look at that. What? Uh, whoa. So this was like Iron Man's house, it like was, in, uh, yeah. in construction. Yeah, just in terms of size. Holy shit. And they were selling it for $40 million. Yeah. So how much would you have to be earning? Oh, yeah. I'm not even sure, like, you could walk into a bank and get a mortgage on that. So much that, money for that, a house. How does that work, then? Like, how would you go Well, if you've got you that go kind about? of money, you've got a private bank, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, totally, we can we can help. Like, it's just, it's not the kind of thing you can just walk into NatWest and say, I'm looking <laughs> to get a loan approved on this house kind of thing. Well, it's, it's just, just fascinating. Unreal. Like, even to view the house, you must be able to have bank statements to prove that you're not wasting their time. Yeah. Because I would fucking go and be like, <laughs> I want to buy this. I want to flush all 12 toilets <laughs> just to see how the other half flushes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to swim in a bidet. <laughs> no, I'd be like, I, I can afford this. I'm Miss Anthropology. <laughs> Ellie Anthropology, how you doing? <laughs> Show me around. But if I can spend 50 pounds on a candle, I can spend 40 mil on a house. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that house, holy crap. Unreal. Yeah, revolting. Unreal. Vile, and vulgar, beautiful. Yeah. And I think it was at this point that we started to see a glimpse of sort of the dynamic between these women as well, because um, again, I'm terrible with names. What? Who's Heidi Klum's sister? Uh, Heidi Klum's sister? Yeah, we have a new girl in the office, and guess what? She's a pretty girl. Shocking. Yeah, we have a new girl in the office, and she's a pretty girl. Shocking. And that sarcasm, and the dripping with Josh sarcasm. Josh and I screamed with laughter. We threw our salads on the floor. We slapped each other's knees. There is vinaigrette up the walls. <laughs> um, but yeah, a really exciting opening. They showed the big house. Mm. They're like, these women are bitchy. As they were walking <laughs> as they were walking away from the house, one of the girls was like, your glasses are awesome. They're so reflecty. <laughs> and one of the guys was like, yeah, that's not a word. <laughs> and I was like, damn, just the... What a workplace. Just the interaction between... They must be so fun to be at a party with. <laughs> 
So yeah, throughout the rest of the episode, it's just a little taste into their everyday, showing kind of a lot of questionable architecture. Yeah, can we talk about that pointy house? Yeah, this was crazy. So uh, Maya, the beautiful Israeli woman, she's showing this guy around this strange pointy house, which I assumed had just been built. Well, well, it was from the 50s or something, wasn't it? Yeah, 50s or 60s, they said, which is just crazy and shows like the extreme variety of architecture in LA. But it was, I don't know, I did not like the architecture. I thought it looked like, you know, those really low budget BBC sci-fi series in the 70s and that have cardboard robots made by some guy who's a woodworking teacher at a local school who moonlights as a prop designer (laughs) in the evenings that's what it looked like (laughs) I actually I mean I would never like if I had the money I wouldn't choose that but it was just very interesting it was sort of like a teepee yeah and the interior was very very wooden yeah no I mean not my style you guys but um too brown so she was showing this guy around he obviously wasn't going to buy it he was just like get in the pool I want oh you complete the view and she's just like hey hey I'm married do you cook I boil egg is that considered cooking we can cook together I don't know if my husband's gonna like that oh (laughs) it's flattering to get the attention But at the same time, yeah, it's not the most professional, ideal situation. You know, I have to kind of play the game and like laugh and, you know, ha ha ha. And he was just like, yeah, he doesn't have to know. It was was horrible. Yeah, well, it was rough. It's just like they're every day that they kind of, they have to flirt and boost the ego of these rich men in order to get them to buy the house. It's like, it's a really strange way of, they have to use their sexuality and their looks and kind of like, a, oh, don't be a pussy, buy the house. Come yeah. on. Like, if you want to get a girl like me, you'd get this house. Kind yeah. of thing. Like, it's fascinating how they go about it. And like, I, I mean, I do respect it. It's like, <laughs> if it gets the job done sure. and they get a fucking great commission, then go for it. You do what you need to do. Uh, I mean, to a, to, <laughs> to a, a point. To a point. But at the same time, where do you like, because this guy, it was so obvious that he j- he was not going to buy the house. Yeah. And she knew it. That's yeah. why she reined it in was and was like, yeah, come on. Treating it, treating real estate hey there, as, buddy. as Tinder. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Come on, no, let's I go be- get a drink. Oh, I don't, maybe we could get lunch. Have a drink. It was it was very forceful. Yeah, let's do maybe lunch and some drinks. Can we <laughs> can we skip on the drinks? One drink, and then you know maybe I'll put an offer. Maybe we'll see what we're taking <laughs> it from there. Like, do you want to go on a date? Do you want to buy something? Do you want me to make you dinner? Do you want me to be in the pool? Do you want to see more houses? Do you want to go to a happy hour? Like he's all over the place, and I'm just sitting. They're trying to, you know, make it back onto on selling him something. Yeah, it, it was like probably they're so used to that kind of thing. <sighs> and she dealt with it fine. She did. Another part of the episode that I really do love about the show is it mm. shows that very specific LA lifestyle, yeah. which is just fun to watch. I, I did lose my shit at um, what there were two of them out for lunch. And um, we'll just have the jam lettuce, just lettuce, a salad. Sure. I don't know. It just, it was very Los Angeles. <laughs> We're just going to have lettuce. Just a little gem. Oh. <laughs> I love the, uh, they do dress amazing. Yeah. Like I cannot imagine how much effort. I, I don't know if they dress like that every day or if it's just for the show, but they're wearing the most exquisite little dresses, their hair, their makeup, everything's perfect. Just flawless mm. heels, everything, every single day to show houses. I would imagine that they that it's not just for the show. Again, if you're showing people around $40 million houses, every single little thing about what you do and how you appear probably could matter for the sale. Yeah. You want to do everything you can. Yeah, but I did love it. And like I said before, like this was a really fun... I 
I think I actually used this show to like get ready to come see you on one of our early dates. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's just, it's a fun show to have on while you're putting on makeup. You just kind of get in that mindset of being <laughs> vapid narcissist and put on your makeup and everything's good. Well, the next time I'm doing my eyeliner. <laughs> But yeah, the clothes are gorgeous, the lifestyle is outrageous, and it's just really fun to watch. Can we talk about Romaine? Yes. Because I think... I, <laughs> that was your favourite bit. I just... Yeah. It's, I think it's why I want to keep watching. Yeah. Because there's just... <laughs> look, I don't, I don't want to be too judgmental, but I don't think I've ever seen someone that is just so perfectly textbook put together visually as a man with literally zero behind those looks. Yeah. There's let me, nothing there. Let me explain who he is. So yeah. Mary, one of the girls who works at the Oppenheim group is, I think in her late thirties, early forties, they 38, said. 38, she said. And she's dating a 25 year old yeah. French guy. Who looks 17. Yeah. He's like exquisitely perfect and so boring and he can't, he can barely speak English yeah. and he looks like he's just sort of lumbers around after her yeah. kind of brain dead <laughs> and he's just like hello and, like she just, can, and she's like oh my god like I love him so much yeah. and it's like what's there what is there to love and, and where is he like so many of these shows perfect editing they just keep cutting to his vacant grin yeah it's all the so time. funny she shows him around a house yeah. that I think they're gonna buy together yeah. I met Romain through a client referral his boss was bringing a few pastry chefs over from France and I was helping them find a place to stay while they were here. So when he flew in, I went to pick him up to show him some properties and he hopped to my car and my jaw like hit the floor. It's definitely in the cards that Romain and I purchase a property together in the near future. This is the master bedroom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. He's different. Oh my god, oh my god, and there's a neon sign that says Hollywood is a verb. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really want. I think I spat out more salad at that point. I really want to put that oh. on your wall in Croydon. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> And then more more than once, uh, like I think it was on two different days when Romain was describing them going out to dinner, he had to qualify it by saying at a restaurant. I don't know why that tickled me so much, but it's so unnecessary. <laughs> no, he's, I think, the funniest part of the show. I don't think he's meant to be funny, but it's just watching her trying to communicate with him yeah. is hysterical. And she's just like, ha, 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 you're Romain, you're so funny. And he's like, what? <laughs> He's just like, no, just no, I'm not. Really questioning the depths of that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a big French boulder. <laughs> and he's named after a lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Since we love Romaine so much, I wanted to read you 10 fun facts, which I found on a website called feelingthevibe.com. <laughs> In your favorites, no doubt. Yeah. And, and the facts are just amazing. Go on. No, one of the facts is he's originally from France. <laughs> <laughs> These are fun. Uh, he is 26 years old. He was born on June 18th, 1993. So he is just a little younger than me. Just wow. a Just a couple days younger than me. Jeez. Yikes. He was a model for the Wilhelmina agencies in New York and L.A. Like another mind-blowing fact there. 
How are you feeling so far? Uh, I just about fell off my chair. I know. Oh, wait, goosebumps. Here we go. Oh. At a young age, he attended private school in Paris. Wow. Yeah. He has a degree in the arts. He has a degree? He does. Okay. Uh, that, is, that is actually surprising. I don't think I can actually finish these facts because my brain is starting to melt. He has two tattoos, one on his chest and one on his left hand. Oh. oh. Another one. I was he there'd be one on his He butt. is on the Cameo website. Fuck off. I love how these facts are so bland. They just can't scratch together anything with of substance about this guy. This is amazing. How much is he on Cameo? I think I need to use him for oh something. Oh, my God. <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. Please, someone. Some. Can we have a listener pay for a shout out please, for us? We would please, die. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I want that so much. Wait, wait, wait. Last one, because I don't think I can read all 10, but just last one. Mm. He is a fitness enthusiast, which features on his Instagram quite a bit. In- <laughs> enthusiast. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's Romaine, everyone. Oh. Gosh, that's like sort of all that happened right at the episode. You just mm. saw a couple of houses. There was a big tent. Is everyone going to get along with Chriselle? Yeah. Spoiler alert. No. Well, I, yeah, I think I could tell that. Um, it was there was very much that, and and you know this is intentional and very very well put together on the on the part of the production team. But the, there was very much that dynamic of um, uh, a country girl coming into town and being, you know, just not hated on. Hated's the wrong word, but you <laughs> you can start to see the other women who are already there. Yeah, almost like vultures starting to circle in a way. Oof. Yeah. And I can feel that sort of tension starting to build. And I think that's another reason I want to keep watching. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, Joshua, mm. what would you rate Selling Sunset as a whole, having seen the pilot? From that episode, I think I would give it a seven and a half out of ten. I liked, I mean, that Netflix money just made for a much slicker production that felt, it felt different to watch than, say, a Bravo show or something on TLC. And I kind of like that. It's easy to watch. It feels smooth. Mm. Um, I can see the drama starting to build. And I think that seven and a half will increase the more episodes I watch. But uh, yeah, but it's, yeah, I'm giving it a seven and a half because it was just the first episode. There wasn't amazing drama, but I'm already hooked. Yeah. I mean, I can confirm it does stay on that level the whole way through. There are no kind of explosions of mm. drama. It's more just the same, but worth watching. Like, it's good fun. And you can just smell them through the screen. Oh, yeah. And I, <laughs> I just want to keep watching for Romaine, personally. Yeah. If there was nothing else, I would keep watching for Romaine. Oh, my God. He's just a roller coaster. Yeah. A roller coaster of a reality character. But I would so go out for a drink with him. And in terms of the food... That salad, how are we feeling? Ten. Ten? A hundred percent. Ten for a salad. I loved it. I, I mean, really loved it. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be like a snack that I have. I mean, maybe not a snack because it's a bit more filling yeah. than that. But I want that again. Oh, yeah. I will be making it. And I don't usually make salad. I'm not usually a salad kind of person. And I cleaned up that plate. I that know. was so good. I want it for a summer staple because oh, it, yeah. was, it was light, but it was it, but filling at the same time. And it was just garlicky and delicious. Yeah. And it was perfect. And it the was more a that, perfect um, meal. The more that sourdough soaked up the vinaigrette, it sort of it started to lose its crunch. And the t- just, oh, just yeah. that texture of that bread. Mm. There's just something really impressive about it, especially if you just make it for, you know, a dinner party and have it on the side or something. Would you say that that would be an impressive thing for a guy to make for a date? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ten for the salad. 
You're saying seven. Seven and a half now, but check back with me in a couple of weeks when I've finished both seasons. What's Romaine got to do to earn that second half? (laughs) (laughs) I need to see more ass. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll see. (laughs) All right. Episode two. How are we feeling? I think I'm getting more comfortable having a microphone in my face. Okay, this is good. Yeah. This bodes well because we've got many more episodes to come. Yeah, we got a whole schedule. But yeah, episode two. They're exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Salad. Yum. Bread. Yeah. Vinaigrette. Oh, yeah. Property. Property. Mm. What Eyelashes. a combination. Eyelashes. Romaine. Romaine. It's, 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 it's been the perfect evening, really. It was everything. Yeah. So feel free to check us out on Gourmet Garbage Podcast for updates and pictures and the recipes, of course. We're also on Twitter at GG the Podcast if you'd like to uh, get in touch with us and complain about, I don't know what Twitter's for these days, politics and that's it, really. Yeah. But we're there. And then, as always, we really want you guys to email in with ideas of food we can try and make and shows that you want us to check out. So please write in at hello at gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com. And you can look at our website, gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com. The recipes are also on there, as well as links to where you can listen. And if you want to look at our faces and my dog, (laughs) (laughs) I have a dog. I'm on Instagram at Eleanor underscore follows. And I am at J-W-O-O-O-T for everything you'll ever need and more. Absolutely. <laughs> We've done it for another week. We did. We, we're, we're still talking. We're still on speaking terms. Yep, we're still together. So we'll manage to do at least a third episode, I think, at this point. Yes. I awesome. Think, I think so. So you'll hear us next Wednesday. Can't wait. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Gourmet. Garbage.